You're listening to a Countout Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Man Freddy, and joining me, as always, is the other host of this show, Zach, the protagonist of professional wrestling, Batista. Nice. Zach, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm tired because of work, but I'm not here to talk about work. I'm here to talk about wrestling because wrestling is the shit. Yeah, we're here to talk about wrestling because we went to a special, we went to a wrestling show uh, on Saturday and we are super excited to talk to you about it. We went to, me and Zach were attended live at the Monroe Sports Center in Monroe, New Jersey. Garden State Pro Wrestling, thy kingdom come. What a crazy card this was. Uh, Me and Zach just had to go. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. It's a new company that started up. Its first show had a very stacked card. Which we, did t- which we did talk about a few episodes back. Mm-hmm. Mikey and I were both surprised to see, and then the second card was also stacked, so we were like, okay, maybe we'll try to attend this one. Yeah, and yeah. we did, and it was awesome. So overall, I say it was a great fucking night of wrestling. Yeah, I don't so why don't... Was Sorry, really God. Bad, I don't think there's really... There wasn't anything a bad match in this card at all. No, not at all. Uh, it is. It was definitely just straight up and down, a solid wrestling card and an awesome show. I had a great time. Uh, we got to talk. We got to meet a lot of the wrestlers there. We got to talk to a lot of people. That was really fun. Uh, and why don't why don't we go over the card really quick, and then we'll talk about each match individually and how we liked it. Well, not not like super in depth because we'd be here forever if we did that. But there's like nine, eight or nine matches on this card, I think. Yeah, there's a good handful of matches on this card. So I'm gonna, in no particular order. I'm just going off of their uh their poster on their Twitter page. We got Yo-Yo versus Starboy Charlie, Black Generation versus Los Vipers, Bussy versus Mathers and Lamar versus the Work Horseman, Sonny Kiss versus Kid Bandit, Balian Aki versus Tony Deppin for the Super Asia Championship. And we have the uh, Garden State Openweight Tournament uh, semifinals and finals, the semifinals being Titus Alexander versus Brian Keith and Alan Angels versus Robert Martyr. We'll get to the finals later once we go over the, the results of those two matches. Uh, then our main event, uh, we had the shot in the dark, gar- we had the shot in the garden gauntlet uh, with Austin, Luke, Dylan McKay, Janai, Kai, Steve, Scott, uh, and two mystery entrants. One we'll get to, one we'll get to because of circumstance, and the second one is actually a mystery uh, entrance. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then our main event, we had Michael Oku taking on Titus Alexander, taking on Matt Seidel in a triple threat match. Yes. Whew. Big ass fucking card. Yes. Quite, quite, quite a, a handful of matches here. Uh, so why don't we start at the top? Zach, what match kicked off the night? 
Uh, kicking off the match tonight, we had Balian Aki versus Tony Deppin. Super. I can't believe I can't believe we opened with this one. Yeah, this match was fucking awesome. Yeah, this match was a great way to open this show. It was absolutely crazy. Uh, these two beat the crap out of each other all over the, the damn sports center. Yeah, they uh, very quickly uh, went up to the outside where we got to see uh, Balian show off some Chaco Pro. <laughs> Some Chaco Pro, uh, uh, what's the word? Wrest- like, wrestling without a ring knowledge. Yeah, based, yeah, he parkoured off the walls. Tony Deppin was like in the crowd, and there was a little girl in there. And he's like, move away, little girl, as he threw Aki into the chair and shot him across the chest. Yeah. Very good strikes throughout this match, by my dad. Very insane, nice. insane from both of these two. There was a lot of just really fast-paced action here. These two put on a very entertaining match. They're both such characters that... It just kept you engaged the whole time. Mm. Uh, I personally liked uh, the awesome like back and forth of roll-ups and just submissions that they had while they were in the ring. I was I like, agree. oh, it was, it was nice. Uh, but in the end, uh, Aki wins the match. Yeah, Aki wins this match. Uh, it was fucking awesome. Crowd really was behind Aki in this match, and Deppin did a great job of doing his signature uh, being an absolute dickhead. Yep. Uh Aki had a very good-looking splash. Yeah. He got a ton of fucking hype. Everybody in this match had a very good-looking everything. It was wild. Mm-hmm. What would you give this match, Mikey? Uh, I think I'd give this match a mark out. This match ruled. I think I'm going to give this match a high meh. I'm going to give it the mark out. This, this, this first fair. match really kicked off the night for me and really made me feel like... Uh, really, It really kind of set me up for what we were in store for. It It was just a great a great start, and I really it really got me pumped up for the rest of the show. Pretty much similar feelings for me, though. For me, it was like I was like, okay, that was good. It was good. I'm like, all right, I'm ready now. I'm like, all right, give me this shit. Sweet. Uh, right after this, we got uh, we got Brian Keith versus Titus Alexander in the, uh, yeah. the semifinal, the first semifinal match of the uh, <clears throat> Garden State Pro Wrestling uh, cu- uh, tournament for the Garden State Pro Wrestling Championship. Yeah. So Brian Keith makes his entrance here, and like the complete dickhead he is. During the during his entrance, Titus Alexander attacks Brian Keith and just beats the crap out of his leg with like a chair and just targets it all match and just really really wears him down. Brian Keith really yeah he he cannot get anything going once his leg gets hurt like it's there were several times in this match where Brian Keith would like get like a really nice chop in and he would start to get his, the momentum going and then Titus would just take out his leg. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. There were some really nice moments in this match, such as uh, when, like, Keith had that awesome cutter counter on uh, Titus when he jumped off the ropes. Yeah, that was sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith actually ended up winning this match with a the double underhook powerbomb. I believe he calls the Black Dahlia, but I might be wrong about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Keith ended up winning in the end, which we were surprised about because with the way this match started, we thought Titus was definitely taking it home with, like, the cheap, the cheap shots in the beginning of this one, but uh, though he did win, he then uh, he then limped out of the ring, and I was like, "Oh, legs not feeling too great." Yeah, he was limping the rest of the night. Yeah. Uh, however, Brian Keith, being the absolute badass that he is, uh, made it out of this match and was ready for him. Got he went to go rest for the finals. Because the next match coming up would be the next semifinal match. That mm-hmm. would be that would be uh, Alan Angels versus Robert Martyr. 
Oh, forgot to, I forgot to give uh, Keith versus Alexander a thing. Uh, oh, that, yeah. That's a meh from me. Yeah, it was fine. It was like, it was just, it just felt like a, a quick, like, oh, uh, let's get some heat for Titus and let's get Keith into the last round, you know, with a, yeah, it was a smart with, with some sort of injury. That, like, it, in the grand scheme of things, once you, like, listen to it, once you, like, watch a bit more, you'll understand very quickly why this match ended the way it did. Pretty much. Yeah, it was a, it was a very much a role player match. Like it wasn't supposed to be a banger. It was supposed to set up for the banger later, right? Yes. So angels versus martyr. Uh, this match actually had some history to it. Uh, yes. Because angels cut a promo in the last pay per view they had, where he said that he's already beaten Titus Alexander and Keith, uh, and he's just going to put martyr down like he's not even a problem for him. Mm-hmm. Or I believe it was it was either that or that um. I know that he had had history with all the men in this match that he could have fought, and Martyr was just another one that he either had beaten or hadn't beaten yet, but he was like, it's done deal. You're done. And uh, Angels doesn't really take him seriously in this match at the beginning. I'm not going to lie. Like, Martyr is, if you listen to our last one, he is a technical pro wrestling... I'm not going to call him a... Uh, he's a follower of technical wrestling. He's very good at it. And... Mm-hmm. Angels like just consistently just gets out wrestled at this ma- in this match in the beginning, and he just really doesn't take Marta seriously. Like he's like, oh, come on, this guy right here. And what yeah. ends up being the thing that causes him to actually take him seriously is that he slaps the taste out of Martyr's mouth. It is a loud smack, and it pisses off Martyrs so much that he beats the shit out of him for a little bit. But then uh, Angel starts beating, like, chopping Martyr really stiffly across the chest. Uh, there's a lot more back and forth in this match. Angels hits a really nice-looking spinning heel kick on Martyr that n- nearly takes his head off. Yeah. Uh, I think at this point... Almost decapitated him, really. Eventually, later in the match, Martyr actually does make a comeback. And the crowd at this point, by the way, is fully behind Martyr. Like, Martyr had earned yeah. their respect from the match with Wolf. and Including us. Yeah, and by the end of this match, everyone in the building really wanted Martyr to win this. Yeah, from the first show where my, where Martyr was kind of coming off as like the cocky heel who could wrestle well to being like the ultra the ultra baby face of this show was awesome. It was a really, really good turn. It's, it wasn't even the only turn in this match. Funnily enough, the best part of this match, in my opinion, was that the ref eventually gets distracted in this match. I don't I forget how it happens. Probably Angels like throws Martyr into Martyr, Martyr almost n- hits the ref in the face, mm-hmm. or maybe the ref gets knocked out. I can't remember. But what happens is is that Angels, when the ref's got his back turned, takes the shortcut and hoofs Martyr in the balls. Low blow, baby. And then, then he fucking hits him with gotta, the... You gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. Hits him with the fucking discus clothesline, a la Brody Lee, and he actually picks up the win here. Mm-hmm. Crowd boos him. He's like, me? You're booing me? You know what? Fuck you guys. I fucking won. And he leaves. And Martyr gets up, and he's pissed. Like, he is... The crowd's cheering him on, and he's like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know. He's like, he's happy for the crowd, but he's more pissed off that that just happened to him. Like, he had this match. It was looking like he was going to win this match, too. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. So, reasonably, he was mad. He stormed off to the back. And, uh, yeah, a very nice double turn in this match that I was Agreed. very pleased with. Yeah, um, it was it was awesome. I had this match put down as a, um, I think I had it as a high meh. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to, 
I want to give it to Marco, kind of, just because the double face, the double little turn is not an easy one to pull off. No, I think I'm going to stick with the high med, but I see where you're going with it. I think I might let it eke into Marco Terry, just because I really like how this set up the rest of the show and future pay-per-views, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely definitely setting up storylines for later down the line, which is also, uh, which is also great. Uh, because I, because we are, they, they've already announced their next show. I, they, they announced that it's coming up and they announced some, some of the matches on it and it sounds great so far. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, it, it, it goes as well as this went. You can't, you can't really ask for anything to go better than that. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So with now Martyr being a bona fide face and Angels being an absolutely shithead heel that no one likes, just vilified. No one in the crowd liked what he did, except for himself. Nope. But you gotta do what you gotta do, so. Gotta do what you gotta do. So, you know, it is what it is, <laughs> as some would say. <laughs> it is what it is. So after that, we are in final now. Our finals is Alan, newly turned heel Alan Angels going against the injured badass babyface, Brian the bounty Keith. hunter, Brian Keith. Yeah. So now we get a bit of a what I like to call a a palate cleanser match of Yoya versus Starboy. Yeah, this I, match was high uh, technical wrestling and high flying at its finest. I was very pleased with this match, and it always is nice to see Starboy because he always improves every time I see him again. Yes, he does, and it's a joy to see him finish or not finish get better every time. Yeah, it is. Definitely. And then uh, I, Star, Starboy always impresses me somehow. And Yoya is new ways. consistently good. Uh, mm -hmm. And, God, I really, really want to see a match that, spoiler alert, he actually wins for once because, God, does he never win any of the matches that I see him wrestle in. Yeah, they're always like the the matches where it's like, you did good, you did good kid, you fought hard. Uh, and you'll be something great in the future. And it's, it's like, well, then show me he's going to be something dude. great by giving him a fucking W. Yeah. I, I'll get to my thing in a second. But, um, yeah, so pre-match attack. Yo-Yo's doing his entrance. Starboy cheaps him, cheap attacks him from behind. Uh, <laughs> and Yo-Yo gets his ass beat for a little bit. And then he hits, he hits a Uranagi, and his hood that he's wearing pops up on his head. And Mike and I are both like, that's badass as fuck. Oh, yeah, it was super smooth. Super smooth. Very nice. Uh, eventually, the two actually agree to, like, chill out. Like, they're like, all right, you know what? Fine. We each got our, our licks in here. Let's take a sec. They both go to the outside. The ref's like, guys, get in the wing. And they're like, no, we're taking it. We're taking five minutes. And then he's like, what? what we're taking mean? five. We're taking a break. Hold on, ref. So he's, like, counting me, like, get back in the ring. Two. Come on, guys. And eventually, they do get back in the ring. There's some really nice offense here for both of them particularly yo-yo stood out to me for his god he there was a point where he caught starboy charlie's running uppercut into a backdrop suplex which was so sick then he hit a vader bomb on him but he used his he uh, hit him with double knees via the vader bomb which was awesome there was a awesome sequence here where we had some back and forth strikes uh between them before charlie hit some thick fucking chops to yo-yo Yoya hit some running strikes. Charlie caught his jumping guillotine and hit him with a northern light, and then Yoya locked in the guillotine, still holding on. Yeah, this was back and forth. Through, awesome through fucking this match. sequences. There was the one also where there was the poison rana into the German suplex into the running to the back of the head by I believe it was Yoya. Might have been yeah. Charlie, but it, it was crazy by the end of this match. These two were just throwing haymakers. 
Back and just back and forth, back and forth, all match, and it was absolutely bananas to watch. And finally, Charlie put the nail in the coffin here by winning with a spinning tombstone pile driver on Yoya. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Uh I'm giving this match a high man. Agreed. Like it was it was a nice it's weird. It was a palate cleanser match because it didn't go super fast at first, but by the end of this match, these two just like put the pedal to the metal, basically. Yeah. They just put it all out there. We're like, let's fucking give these people a good fucking time, and they absolutely killed it. Now, let us get into a match that I knew was going to be great, but exceeded my expectations. Yeah? Uh, Sunny Kiss versus Kid Bandit. Oh my goodness, this match turned out to be better than I ever could have hoped. I had complete faith in these two wrestling, because I know that they've wrestled before, and I was curious to see if Sunny Kiss would still be a heel in this match, and whether or not, and how this would go with the dynamic of this match. And right out the fucking gate, the crowd, this worked, This match worked really well, because the story they told was, why Sunny, why? Why Sunny, why? Kid Bandit, the protagonist of professional wrestling, with the crowd on their side, just wanted to know one reason, Sonny. Why? Why turn your back on Orange Cassidy and join the absolutely slimeball group of the Trustbusters? And mm-hmm. Sonny did not really give them an answer for the start most for the beginning. Sonny of the was kind of taken aback by that question. It was really cool to see Sonny like have like this like this crisis of moment there where like they were like, yeah, why did I do that? <laughs> followed by them being like, oh shit, everyone else is asking. This match, the crowd played. Very well into Bandit's anime protagonist shtick, and I was so happy for it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of anime, the beginning sequence of this match was literally just an anime fight in the yes, most realistic way possible. Super like flippy kicks. Sunny hit like their signature like flips onto the map. It was literally like I was like that was an anime fight. You can't convince me otherwise. To the point where I think uh, I think you mentioned you're like Sunny Kiss is just like a JoJo villain. I'm like I need a pi- I need art of Sunny Kiss drawn as like an evil JoJo villain with Kid Bandit. Uh, yeah, right. Him. Oh, um, that would be that would be I would love to see that. If anybody who's actually uh, good at art can do that, please yeah, I know do. I would love to see it. Uh, and after all of that back and forth, uh, Sunny actually surprisingly shook Bandit's hand, and we all yeah. thought, oh, nice, they made up. And then Sonny immediately was like, psych, you thought. Uh, immediately became a heel again. Yep. Uh, them mocking the Naruto run the Kid Bandit sometimes does Which is was, hilarious. Which was so funny. <laughs> there was uh, a really nice moment between Bandit where they countered a spear in the corner using a 619 to move out of the way and then use the actual move to kick Sonny in the face. Uh, there was a really nice moment here where Bandit sold their back so much so that they actually couldn't make a comeback in the middle of this match when Sonny dominated this match, which they did for a majority of it. Mm-hmm. Like, Kid just did a really good job of selling and making you want to see the anime protagonist make the comeback. Uh, yeah. Such as Bandit telling the ref, don't you dare stop this match. That was the best part. That To me, that was my favorite part of the match. Where the ref was like, Bandit, you want to give up? And Bandit just grabbed the ref by the shirt and was like, Don't you dare! <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. Oh, man, there was the, uh, the Spin-A-Rooney uh, that they hit in this ring with the 619 afterwards, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Bandit's give me your energy to the cross-arm flat line was awesome looking. Sonny did, was selling their ass off this match. But in the end, Sonny actually did 
pull off the win in this match by blocking Bandit Slice Bread number two, which I, I forget what they call it, but... Probably something anime, It's I something imagine. anime that I remember when we reviewed their match that they won with this move. I was, or almost won with this move. I was like, great fucking reference. Know that anime too. Uh, and they actually rolled them up. Or rolled them up. And they actually rolled them up for the win. To the surprise of literally everybody. We were all so behind the anime protagonist that the, uh, the villain pulled off the win in the end. Yeah. Uh. It's definitely, it's definitely a bummer that Kid Bandit didn't get the win here. It was a bummer, but I really liked the story told in this match, and I loved the promo that Sonny had after the match, mm-hmm. where they showed that they're still Sonny Kiss, they're just with a different crowd now, and might have a different attitude, but they still, they're still themselves a bit in there. Mm-hmm. And but they that, had a nice heart, they had a nice little heartfelt uh, moment together in the ring, and it was very nice. Uh, I'm gonna, I kind of want to give this match a mark out, TBH. Yeah, I'm gonna. Because I, this match by itself without the crowd would have been a great match. That I would have been very entertained. But the crowd just added like a, this extra layer of storytelling that these two capitalized on very well. Yeah, being there live was definitely something else. Oh man, Santa, we're on a roll now. Let's get into the fucking, <laughs> the adrenaline shot from out of nowhere that the next match was. Uh, we got Titus Alexander on his second match. Second match uh, of the night, baby. We all chanted at this man, you st- uh, you still lost when he came in. Mm-hmm. Because literally, <laughs> I'll get to the- I-, I made a meme about this match at the start. Versus the master of the half crab, Michael Oku, versus Matt Seidel. Uh, this match was fucking awesome as well. Uh, this match started with the meme of, fuck Titus Alexander. All because my- because oh, definitely man. fuck Titus Alexander. Everyone hates Titus Alexander. <laughs> Like the West ma- Coast, Worst Coast, baby. It was a very cool dynamic this match because you had Michael Oku, a I, I can't say really up and coming. There was rest, like uh, the, there uh, was there was one person who specifically hated Titus Alexander a lot. Oh my god, we'll get get to that. But man, the shit that happened in this match. Oh my god. Oh boy. Uh, but it, anywho, we'll get to that in a bit. But. This match's dynamic was basically you had Matt Seidel, who was like the OG cruiserweight man in this match. Everyone in this match respects, except for Titus Alexander, because Alexander fucking hates everybody. Alexander doesn't respect nobody but himself. Michael Oku, a much more younger, I can't say up and coming, but like on the rise wrestler who is fucking phenomenal. And then Titus Alexander, who is even Oku more is, on the um, rise. Oku is phenomenal. Oku respects Seidel as a wrestler. As we said, Alexander didn't respect either of them. So, they both beat the shit out of Alexander and put him out of the match for the start of this. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, because Brian Keith also kicked the shit out of him, so he wasn't really getting back into this. No. There, This match was a spot fest that wasn't even the most spot fest of spot fest, because there was another match that somehow topped it. Yup. Uh, there were some great spots here. Uh, one of mine that I liked at the beginning was Seidel... He got caught by both Alexander and Oku in a crossbody, and then he hit an insane-looking arm drag off of it before he popped off with several moves, such as a lariat on Oku into the double knees to Titus as he was, like, laying in the corner. Uh, I love the spot here, I don't know about you, Mikey, where Oku had the half-crab put in Seidel, and Titus kept, like, kicking him in the face, thinking he was gonna let go, and he just kept screaming, like, Nah! Never gonna let go! And he was like, What the fuck? So he fucking poked him in the eye to get him to let go. Uh, there were wince-inducing chops. Everyone's selling was on point. Death was abound. F- 
fully in this match. Oku Death was definitely abandoned this match. Hitting the Tornado DDT on Seidel and while using that momentum to Insiguri Titus off the apron was sick. Yeah, this this match was just absolutely bananas insane. The finisher, uh, the finishing of this spot of this match was awesome, which was uh, was Seidel hit that aw- those awesome double knees, and Oku and him hit this spot so buttery smooth that when he rolled the double knees into the half crab, everyone in the fucking crowd lost their mind because no one was expecting that. Yeah, it was awesome when he when Oku locked that in, the fucking place exploded. And for a what for a bit, I don't know about you, but I thought that. Saito was going to tap. I was like, oh shit, he's actually going to tap to him. It was close, man. It was close. And I like how they use this because the ref was so focused on Seidel, who was looking like he was on the verge of tapping, that when Oku got close to the ropes, Alexander brained him with like a weapon from the outside, which caused him to let go of Seidel, and then he quickly slid in and pinned Oku for the win. Mm-hmm. Uh... It was a really nice triple threat match. Like, this match did not feel like a one-on-one match for a while, a lot of it. Definitely felt like a triple threat match. Everyone booed Alexander. And then this motherfucker <laughs> walks up to this little girl who's got a West Coast, Worst Coast uh, sign. And he rips it up in front of her and causes her to cry. Yeah, she was in a bad mood for a little bit after that. <laughs> Bro, everyone hated this man. This guy could have, like, kissed a baby and we all would have booed him somehow. Yeah. Uh, this match gets a... I'm gonna... I, oh, man. I don't know. This match I'm also torn on. Like, I had a really good time with this match. What are you gonna give this match, Mikey? I'll give it the... I'll give it the mark out. It was super sick, and I was... I was... I wasn't in my seat the whole time. I am going to... I gotta set the bar here. I'm gonna give it a, a high mef. Listen, all, listen, all of these matches that would normally be high mez or, or mez are getting an extra bump because we were there live. Yeah, the, the crowd, bo- the in live, the in person crowd. Being bonus. there live makes wrestling so much better. <laughs> if I mean that's facts, I've seen shows where people were like that show was not that great, and I was like, I thought that show was awesome, but I was also there in person. So yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the match that Mikey most certainly was going to give a mark out. It could have been the most average match, and Mikey would have given it a mark out because it's the fucking lucha match. Oh yeah. We've got, but this match. I think, spoiler alert, I think it earned the mark out easy. No, it I think it wasn't did. even close. I think it absolutely earned the mark out, and it was one of the best matches of the night. We have Black Generation featuring El Bendito and El Elemental versus Los Vipers, composing the team of Latigo and Arez. Uh, this match uh, was a banger. It was a lucha tag match. Um, Absolutely unreal. Absolutely unreal. It was one of the most nutty lucha matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, honestly, personally, mm-hmm. my match of the night. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. Holy moly! That's the a- rest of the card was good, but I think this was match of the night for me. This this lucha match was absolutely bonkers. Now, normally, you know me, I like to talk about all the spots I like, but like, there were so many spots. There were so many. Uh, absolute spot fest. Do you have a one that you think stood out? But to it what, didn't be? look sloppy at all. It was a mm-hmm. amazing looking spot fest. Um, there was the I have a video on my phone of who was the big one who was like who like had like the full garb on. That would be El Bandito. Uh, there was one point where Bandito or El Bandito was like he was in the ring and everybody was outside of the ring 
and he ran to the corner and did like a double. He like hopped up to the top rope, then hopped down to the second rope and did like a a corkscrew moonsault oh, onto everybody yeah, on the outside. Sick. Oh man. Oh, man. That was so dope. Or when they stole those pl- those fans in front of us had, like, a Mexican flag, and they yeah. were like, they get, like, super hyped for the Lucha match. And then afterwards, they, like, took it and were posing with pink. They, like, all the wrestlers, like, went up and were like, yo, can we borrow that? And they were like, yeah, sure. They threw it to them. They were, like, taking pictures with it. And then all of a sudden, they just left with the flag. <laughs> I hope they got their flag back. But they probably did. I mean, they, they probably did. There was still, a, it, was just, it was just funny to watch them just be like, I'm just going to take this for now. We'll give it back later. Total props to the guys who, the guys in front of us, because they they literally came for I think just the lucha match, and they got the crowd. This was their so match of the night they for were sure. Amped, got the crowd consistently hyped for this match. My the spot that stood out to me was when Los Vipers hit that awesome Ushiguroshi, and then they held Bendito, hit him with the double stomp, went to pin, and then El Elemental fucking broke up the pin by Canadian destroying Arez into them. That was fucking Yeah, awesome. that was dope. If I recall correctly, this match ended, and now... We, I couldn't remember Balion's thing, and this one was another one with a finish. I couldn't get the exact thing off in my head. Los Vipers won. I think Arez hit a Made in Japan, and then I believe Latigo hit a running strike on Bendito in the corner, and they picked up the win. Yeah, uh, that sounds about right. I'm gonna be honest. Los Vipers are probably the heels here, and... There, you couldn't tell the difference. They both got such applause throughout the entire fucking match. Yeah, this match was so insane. They were both, they, they, both of these, both of these guys were just popping off all like the whole uh, match, and it was just, uh, yeah, it was absolutely bananas to watch. This one was awesome. These these two teams absolutely killed it. Um, and uh, it was that de- for me, it was definitely one of my favorite matches of the night. Uh, mark out. Yeah, same here. The mark out. Easy, easy. Uh, again. That was a nice mixture of both the crowd being really into it and the wrestlers not messing up. It was like, I think... Just putting on an absolutely awesome match. It was so good. If I recall correctly, there was only one time that they actually messed up a spot. And it wasn't even something bad. It was literally someone slipped on the ropes. And I'm like, that's going to happen. Like, come on. And it didn't even look that bad when they did it either. Mm -hmm. Well, we got one tag match. Let's get another tag match. Yeah, this one is a triple threat tag team match. We got uh, Bussy taking on Mathers and Lamar, which is uh, Marcus Mathers and Trey Lamar, uh, versus the Workhorsemen, J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry. Uh, uh, this one was... So what do we think about this one? I thought this wanna, match was fantastic. This match was great, but I want to... It's gonna. It's getting points taken off immediately because they ruined our streamer moment. Or my Literally, streamer moment. I guarantee you, all of us throughout the night, if you watch this show... There were streamers that people were throwing in the crowd. Mike and I were actually worried we were the only two that bought streamers, but then everyone was throwing them, so I was like, ah, fuck yeah. So we were all sitting there waiting. Marcus, uh, Mathers and Lamar came out, and Workhorse came out. So we were all like, all right, we got our pink and purple streamers. We're ready to, to shower Bussy in just a ton of colors. And then in the middle of their fucking entrance, these assholes beat the shit out of them with chairs, and they had to go to the fucking back. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. I just wanted to throw streamers for Bussy. So, the Lamar and Mathers vicariously got the crowd's revenge by then beating the shit out of them on the outside. Uh, I like this spot, though, because you could see in the middle of their entrance that the workhorses started talking to each other, and I, I actually overheard them because we're close enough. They're like, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. And I'm like, what are you thinking? <laughs> and it's simple. Why not just beat the shit out of the other team? Yeah, you're bigger, you're stronger. Fucking do it, right? Like, mm-hmm. might as well. Uh, this match is actually like has two phases to it. Phase one is a normal tag match between Mar- Mathers and Lamar and the Workhorse. 
Yeah, it's a great tag match. Uh, not Henry, not bad at all. Solid as fuck strikes from the work horseman, but I would expect nothing less from either of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, though it didn't start like that because the work horseman basically could not get their hands on Lamar and Mathers for the beginning of this match. Like no matter what they tried, they just couldn't get their hands on it. And you could just tell JJ was like, "Boy, the moment I get my hands on you, your ass is mine. Your ass and, is grass." Oh, it was because. <laughs> God, when he caught Lamar, he hit some brutal as fuck chops. He sent on him like three times, and the crowd winced it, all three of them. Yeah. And then he formed Mathers in the face and just sent him off the apron. Henry got in, brutalized Lamar with his kicks. JD hit a fucking dominant-looking boss man slam. And at this point, it looked like the workhorsemen were really taking further control of this match. And then mm-hmm. from the fucking dead of both travel and chair shots from their entrance, Bussy returned. Crowd instantly popped. After I he got up on the apron, asked the tag, the whitest of hottest of tags, double blockbuster, big boots to the face, over the rainbow, STO Henry, on to Drake. Allie gets up on the apron, white hot tag again, hip attacks, cannonball, knee to the face. And at this point, we have entered the second phase of the match where it became an actual triple threat tag match, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. Like, everyone... It was non-stop. It was what I, I want in a triple threat tag match where, like, everyone is constantly involved. And not one, one team isn't getting blue-balled in the corner while the other two teams are wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was, and it, it worked well because if you think about it, all this match depended on was uh, Lamar and Mathers and the workhorse having the stamina to do this while Busty took the, the uh, sabbatical on the outside. Yep. And once it got into motion, it really hit. Mo- uh, it really hit. The spot of the night that I think everyone would agree here would be when Mathers <laughs> jumped through Effie's split legs onto Allie while Lamar had him in a suplex position. Oh, it was so sick. Actually, like, wild. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Oh, my God. JD and Mathers had a fucking awesome chop-off where he kept trying his best to beat JD. JD just kept beating him down. Then there was later one where Bussy hit, like, this... Really odd but brutal, like, sack rider powerbomb combination onto, I believe it was J.D. Drake, when he went to a superplex Effie. Mm-hmm. And the Workhorseman won this match, surprisingly, with a catapult into superkick to the face, double-stomped Effie's chest while J.D. held his knees down uh, for the win. Yeah. Uh, it was a great normal tag match and a fantastic triple threat tag match. And the Workhorseman, I think, are going to be here for a bit long because they're, like, that right there is why we are on TV, and you guys aren't, because we're better than you, and we're quality. And I was like, screw my eye, Workhorse, and finally winning a goddamn match. I see them lose on AEW all the fucking time. Yeah, right. Finally win a goddamn match. Like, mwah. Uh, I gave this match a mark out when I wrote this. Yeah, I, I mean. I really like the way they set this match up. Yeah, this was a great tag team match. So I far, agree. that's kind of like the theme of this show. Really, really smart booking but with enough surprises in there that it keeps you wanting to see more. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's get into the shot in the dark, gar- shot in the garden. Or gu- is, is it shot in the dark or shot in the garden? It's shot in the garden. Shot in the garden gauntlet match. Elimination via pinfall and submission. Last one standing gets a match of their choosing. Mm-hmm. Uh, startup of this match is... Oh, man. All right. Let me get the, fuck- let me get the poster up now because I only wrote their one name. Starting this match off, we had Dylan and Dylan Martyr. McKay. Dylan McKay, Robert Martyr, yeah. Uh, 
Martyr had, was the was a surprise entrance here for a lot of us because we thought that he was done for the night. But evidently, uh, when a man is so angry that he lost that he inserts himself into a gauntlet match, you gotta have some respect for the hustle. Gotta have it. It is. Uh, it is important. So they start out this match. It's a nice back and forth between the two. I believe Dylan gets a lot of the upper hand here because it's very clear that Martyr is still, still reeling from the low blow in the match he had with Angels. Mm-hmm. After that, surprisingly, I actually got this was a Steve Scott. Uh, yep. Hmm? I said, yep, it was Steve uh, Scott. Him DDTing Dylan and using the momentum to flip onto the top rope uh, was awesome. Yes, it was. Uh, Dylan had the uh, cool spot here where he jumped over his opponent in the corner. Like, you know, like the one where the wrestlers have their back turned, they jump up and over. And then Scott caught him with a fucking cutter. Like, a la, gave me Randy Orton vibes. Or I was like, Randy Orton should have done that as a counter at some point in his career, right? Yeah, right. It feels so- like he should have. Uh, after that was Austin Luke. Uh, there was a cool spot here where um, Dylan suicide dived onto him, and then he brainbusted, and then he got brainbusted by Luke. Uh, this match really felt like a scramble match where like people would run in, get like a bit of offense, then the next person would show up, right? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what the vibe was. Next up was Manders. Uh, I thought that Scott taking a selfie with Manders was hilarious, especially when he. <laughs> When after this, Manders was like, all right, no more fucking around now. And he just threw Scott and Dylan like a ragdoll afterwards. Like, he just launched them around the ring. Yeah, just absolutely launched them. And then uh, next, I think it will be finally, in the final participant, Janai Kai. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this right off the bat, and I said it to Janai at the event. This was Janai's best showing, in my opinion. All the Janai Kai matches I've seen were, were, like, solid and good. This was, she looked, she... Usually embodies the kick demon, but this one she really like her kicks felt like gunshots in this gymnasium, and I love. And they it. and and we and and the the you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in chant. Yeah, awesome. this chant fucking broke out, and Dil- and fucking Manders and her were sitting there, and it was like a who's well who's it for? Because one yeah. person's getting gonna get their shit kicked in. Somebody's gonna get their fucking head kicked in. Uh, I should mention something here, Luke. Uh. The guy I mentioned before, I believe it's Dylan Luke. Was, uh, where did I mention? Oh, Austin Luke. Austin Luke was a very much a technical wrestler. I think he came out in like a like a traditional wrestling outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, while they had this, you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in. I believe he inter- interrupted this, and he had the nastiest fucking spot of the night, where he went shh. So we all were like, okay. And he fucking grabbed Janai's toes, and he just cracked them like, apart. You could hear the pop. Everyone was like, no! No! Oh, God, yeah, that was awful. Disgusting! That got a, that, that got a you sick fuck chan, I think. Yeah, it did. Uh, and after that, uh, after hearing that, uh, we actually get to start getting to the eliminations here. Because Manders goes on a fucking tear. Yeah. First, he kills Dylan with a lariat. Luke beats the fuck out of Manders and German suplexes him. And he was just begging him to die the whole time. But then he hits him with a lariat, gets hit with a lariat. Manders pins him again. Steve Scott tried to interfere with Kai and Manders. Because Kai at this point, because Kai and Manders, if I recall correctly, try to get into like a fight with each other. And Scott interrupts it. So she eliminated him by hitting him with a roundhouse kick to the side of the face. Uh, then the fight finally starts. And Manders like, can we fight now? And she kicked the fuck out of Manders. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Just brutalized him. She had this awesome spot where Martyr finally came back from the dead. And she grabbed his foot and threw it into Manders' head to kick him in the face. Uh, 
I love the near fall here where she literally kicked the hell out of him and hit him with that awesome half Nelson suplex slam. Or slam, basically, more of it. Unfortunately, though, she got her head taken off after she took his head off with that kick by a lariat, yeah. eliminating her. So it's just Martyr and Manders now. And at this point, the crowd really wants Martyr to win because Manders just kind of just, like, eliminated everybody, basically. They go strike for strike. They refuse to back down because Martyr is the poisoned youth, and he is a stubborn motherfucker. And uh, eventually, he ducks a lariat, running knees Martyr in the side of the face. It doesn't put him down. Goes for it again. Gets hit by the lariat. We all thought he was going to lose here, but he actually kicked out. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. And then he counters a running power slam with a chokehold. He gets slammed into the corner by Manders, hangs on, and taps him out with a dragon sleeper for the win. Yeah. He then cuts a promo where he's basically putting himself as, like, a, the representative of Garden State. Of like, I'm going to represent this promotion. And he's like, it's about respect. And one person didn't respect me, and I'm going to show them. They said that I can't wrestle. They're better than me. And all they can do is talk all this shit. Well, now I'm going to show them that they're fucking wrong. And I thought it was going to be Angels. I don't know about you, Mikey. I also thought it was going to be Angels. I thought they were definitely setting up for an angel for an Angels martyr feud and he, after that low blow. And he fucking calls out instead Titus Alexander. Which is also going to be a fu- uh, match. That match is also going to fuck. That's going to be a great match. And, of course, because he's a fucking bastard. Alexander runs up from behind him, beats the shit out of him because he literally had the worst. Alexander accepts the, Alexander accepts the challenge the only way Alexander could, and that's by attacking someone from yeah. behind. He literally pulled the Will Smith of t- "Get my name out your motherfucking mouth" and just beat the <laughs> shit out of him and left. Uh, yeah, basically, Martyrs was upset that Alexander did that, but the crowd cheered him on, and uh, yeah, we've got a very promising match setting up. We sure uh, do. I what would you give that match, Mikey? Uh, uh I'd give that that scramble match. Um, uh, I think I'll give it a high man. I think I'm with you there. Uh, there were some matches that were fine, like like the middle, the beginning and middle of this match. I was like, oh, this is fine. But by the end of the match, I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm into this. Yeah, I like the setup for the the story thing, which is as you can tell, me and Mikey love when independent wrestling promotions set up storylines that pay off in later uh, matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, usually pretty cool when they do that. Mm-hmm. Now, the moment you've all been waiting here, quote Mark Henry, it's time for the main event. Time to crown the Garden State Open Weight Champion. Love the name of that, move, of that uh, belt. Sure, me as well. We got Brownie Hunter, Brian Keith versus Allen, 10 Angel. Nope, five. Allen, five, five Angels. Allen, five Angels. Keith? I don't think he's even five anymore. I think nope. he's just Allen Angels. I just need a nickname. I did the dark. I had... Yeah, because I did the Dark oh. Order Claw. I did the Dark Order Wait. Claw to him at some point, and he flipped me off. That was at the end of the night. You and I both did it. He flipped us both off, and I was like, you know, yeah, fuck you too, man. Yeah, I got it. Funny. I actually got. I actually remember his nickname that he went by. Hold on, let me redo that. I got this. Yes, please. Got do. the Bounty Hunter Brian Keith going against Allen An- the Allen the Pistol Angel. There you go. That's his new thing, the Pistol. But I mean, hey. Yeah. It's pretty sick. You know, now I think about it, they basically had the, the <coughs> cowboy bounty hunter whose strikes I've described as being like, you know, gun draws, gunshots to the guy who's known as the pistol. Sometimes, cool. dude, wrestling is wrestling is better than the things you like. <laughs> <laughs> so, the start of this match, it's very obvious that Brian Keith is, is able to out-wrestle Angels at first. Because Brian Keith, if you've never seen any of his matches at this point and you haven't watched this show... The one thing he's got going for him is that he's got hands for days, 
but he's like an old badass bounty hunter. He gives up those like old vibes of, like this bounty hunter's seen some shit and he will he, outwrestle you. He gives up the Exactly. Like the spaghetti western. <laughs> like he's like, he's literally it's literally like the good, the bad, and the ugly, where he's just waiting for you to show up at noon. He's gonna Don't sleep on this man. Uh this goes well for him until Alan Angel's springboard drop kicks him in his injured leg, and Keith props to him, does a fantastic job selling this injured leg throughout this match. Yeah. Like, the moment he kicks this out, Keith collapses to the ground, is grabbing this to pain. Allen, he sees his target, and he ain't gonna fucking let it go. No, he is not. Uh, Keith had a couple really nice spots here despite this. He had that awesome-looking top rope stunner on Angels that he sold like death when he just fell over flat on his face. Uh, the two had a beautiful-sounding uh, strike-off before Angels hit that awesome-looking standing slice bread. Uh... And this match basically built to a head where at the end of this match, Angels tried to do the same thing he did to Martyr. Gets into the ref's face, ref pushes him off, turns around, tries to do the low blow lariat combo to hit Keith with it, and he hits it. And all of us are like, I can't fucking believe this motherfucker just stole it again. And Keith actually kicked out at two. Keith unbelievably kicks out. Genuinely, this was the biggest false finish of the night, yeah. I think, and definitely surprised me the most out of all of them. Everyone was taken aback by this, and then immediately like, oh shit, Keith might win this, hold on. Yeah, So hold on one second. Angels grabs the belt, which for some reason they just left on ringside, probably for this spot, but like, you know, belt was just left there for now. Yep. And uh, he tries to use the belt, but the ref sees it. And it's like, give me that belt. He's like, no, I'm keeping it. He's like, yo, give me that belt. No, it's my belt. And he pulls it off of Alan and gets knocked out. <laughs> the ref died. Like, literally, he fell in the corner and he was dead. He was not getting up for anything. No. And Keith, and Brian Keith actually low blows Angels here, hits him with that double underpower. But I'm going to keep calling the Black Dolly, but I feel like I've gotten it wrong at this point now. So if I did, apologies. Uh, but Angels kicks out at two. Somehow. Somehow, some way. Oh, never mind. The ref didn't get knocked out here. The ref got knocked back. The third time the, that they, the ref gets bumped, he gets knocked to the corner, and he literally gets knocked out. <laughs> like, Yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> like, I, I, My bad. I forgot there were three moments here. So, Keith hits Angels with his finisher not once, but twice. And I was like, oh shit, he's got it. One, two, three, Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We literally count him three times. He looks in the corner. The fucking the ref, ref is, is dead. 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 <laughs> just like I described before, that just is except it's this time. Just dead. So he goes and tries to wake the ref up, turns to Angels. Angels, because he's a bastard now, hits his injured leg with the belt. Because he's a bastard now. Now he's just a piece of shit. Puts the belt in his arm, discet lariats Keith in the face with it, knocks him out, puts him in the rings of Saturn. The ref finally stirs, see that Keith is knocked out from getting the belt to the face, and he wins. Yup. Uh, some people give him streamers. Some people like us cheered him on. He told all of us to go fuck ourselves. Yeah, some of us cheered him on, some of us didn't. He didn't give a shit. He told you to go fuck yourself either way. Uh, and he walked out high as the champion. And I'm yes, not going to lie, Angels plays a really good cocky heel. Yeah, he does. Like, he was fully embracing this. The way he just was taunting the crowd, 
playing it up, acting like, I don't know what your problem is. I didn't do anything. Like, he's awesome. And Keith played just that stern, unbreakable, badass baby face that you really wanted to see. Make I didn't comeback. do nothing to nobody. Yeah, literally. And Keith was just that old, old school. I, I want to say old fashioned, but only because that's because he's the bounty hunter. Like, he just took all this punishment. He still almost won. Yeah. Uh, I will give this match. I kind of I'm gonna give the match a mark out too. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll agree with you there. I really liked how they added the story of the first couple matches into this match, and normally the ref interference I might call overbooking, but it makes sense in that it was the same spot Angels did, and then Keith turned the tables on him, and then in the end Angels was the re- the only reason he won was because he got the last laugh by turning the ref bump tables on Keith. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a new heel champion. I'm very happy for Angels. He deserves it. And, uh, goddamn, if the promotion can keep putting on some fucking bangers like this, uh, he might, he might be the face of a very well-known promotion eventually. Smack, this pay-per-view is fucking awesome. This paper, yeah, this, this whole pay-per-view just smacked. Uh, it was great all around. Everyone did a fucking awesome-ass job. And it was an absolute blast to be there in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually going to give this pay-per-view a mark out, I think. I agree. I was going to give it a high mid, but then as I was going through my notes, I'm like, damn, there were a lot of matches that either hit the markout territory or were in that, or just were it, or just like were uh, a toss up. So I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I give it to them. Uh, it was really fucking good. Yeah. Like, Darcy Pros had two pay reviews that were fucking awesome now. And yeah, they're, they're just, they're just killing it. Like, Mikey, uh, I think, has got the strat. They simply get the cheaper arena and use all their money on the amazing talent that they can buy, and they put on amazing shows. Yup. But not even just that. They have, like, they have Alexander, they have Martyr, they have, I'm forgetting their names now, but I'm awful with names. That's why I fuck up finisher names and other stuff like that. The other two guys from the last, um, hold on, uh, uh they have, like, like, Alexander and Martyr, basically, is what I'm saying. Alexander and Martyr, they have these two young guys who I see a lot of potential in these two. Like, they give me, like, vibes of, like, this guy, these two got something with them that I really like. And I would mm-hmm. be, like, they give me back to the vibes when I watched uh, Daniel Garcia for the first time with you at the Empire State Wrestling. And I was like, this guy's got it, I think. Like, he's great in the ring. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Garden State, fucking awesome. Yeah, absolute, an absolute blast every fucking time. Uh, Garden State is just killing it. Uh, and I can't wait to go to their next one. Mm-hmm. Whenever that end, ends up being it. Uh, so I think that's about everything we got today. Yeah. Outside yeah. of the plugs and the the special, the, uh, the double T's you and I have for them. Yeah, why don't we get that out of the way first, and then we'll get to the plugs. Why don't we talk right. about what we got coming up? Uh, big news, everybody. Or good big news, everybody. Big news! Good news, news everyone! Uh, we're gonna start a new format here. Yes, we are, we are, uh... I know we do this a lot, but we, we're trying. We're still trying to find a good like way to do this show. Changes. And I think change, change is good. Uh, what we've decided on is that from going forward, instead of just having three random wrestling matches from wherever we feel like, we are going to start focusing on a certain promotion each week. Um, starting off next week with uh, our friends over in Texas at Pro Wrestling Legacy. I'm quite excited for this, as always, as we they usually put out great matches and great stories. So, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll actually have a couple of matches that have a story that run through them. Who knows? Yeah, I'm excited. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm stoked about it. Uh, and yeah, so that's what we'll be doing from now on. If you have any uh, promotions you'd like us to check out, go go tweet at us uh, over at Indie Waters on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and let us know what kind what promotions you'd like us to check out in the future. Mm-hmm. We yeah. also have a new rating system coming up because we are kind of getting a little bit tired of this miss out man mark out thing we got well, going on. Yeah, it's it was nice at first, but Mike and I have kind of come to the realization that there's a lot of some it's matches too broad. Get, it's very broad, and you can't be very specific with matches. To like, I can give a match like a like a meh, but I think it's on the lower side towards the miss out. But I'm not going to give it the miss out because it isn't as bad. So it it would just make things more specific to rank things as we think. So. Yeah, it turns out it turns out that uh, the five star system in wrestling works really well. <laughs> so we're just so we're just gonna stick with that. Except yeah, we're not gonna be we're not gonna be doing stars over here. We're gonna be doing doubloons. So we're gonna be ranking matches on a scale of one to five doubloons, uh we'll starting do. soon. Yeah, we'll try to we'll try to add more of the actual pirate theme of this. Just like, you know, pirates are fun. Hey Zach, do you wanna just say fuck it and not wait? We were gonna wait till episode one hundred for this, but you just wanna say fuck it and start next week with the new format and just do both things at once? Hmm. Ah, see now that's a good point. I'm down for whatever you want. Let's just start next week. So next week, we're going to be going into a new grading system. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that tease. It's happening tomorrow, next week. Woo! Yeah. We were going to, like I said, we were going to wait for episode 100 because it feels like a natural, like, point to switch things up. But, like, why wait? We're already changing the format of the show in episode 98, so why would we, why would, why would we wait for the other thing? So let's just go all in next week. Change up the format of the show. Change up our rating scale. Uh, no more, no more miss out, man, or mark out. Uh, but instead we're going this one to five doubloons. Yeah. It should yeah. be a fun time. I'm very excited about it. Uh, now all we have left, I believe, is the plugs. Correct? Yeah, yeah. I'm not missing the, anything? Yes, yes. The all right. Plugs. So you could, you should go subscribe to our Patreon, the Countout, pa- Countout Patreon, where you can become a member at uh, $3 a month, $5 a month, or $10 a month. Uh, you get a bunch of cool stuff with each different tier. If you go over to countout, countout, or patreon.com slash countout, uh, you can go find it and see what kind of stuff you can get. I know the $10 tier gets our D&D podcast that me and Zach are a part of. Uh, our actual play D&D podcast with me, Zach, and a couple other members of the Countout Network, Ryan Nightsey and Ashley Rose, uh, along with our DM, Jared. We do an actual play D&D podcast over on the $10 tier. Also on the $10 tier, uh, if you jump in, you can play Jackbox games with us every month uh, and join the Countout crew for playing some fun uh, Jackbox games and joining and just being a part of the little community there. And you can also hop into the... After if, after you subscribe to the Patreon, you should go hop in the Discord where you could join all of the Countout fr- family and friends and uh, join in on the wrestling conversation. We talk about... We have all kinds of channels in there for AEW, Impact, WWE, whatever kind of wrestling you watch, you can find some place to talk about it over in the Discord. So go head over there. The link will be in the description of this episode. Uh, so yeah, if you want to become part of the Countout family, go do those things. You can also follow Countout Network on Twitter. Follow Indie Waters. On, if you follow the Countout Network on Twitter at Countout Pod. You can follow Indie Waters on Twitter at Indie Waters. Um, and you can go subscribe to us on YouTube. You can go subscribe to the Countout Podcast Network over on YouTube as well. Uh, I believe that about covers it. Zach, you got anything? Nope. Me neither. That just leaves it one. Oh, right. Sorry, I forgot. 
We have a Teespring now. Uh, if you go to Teespring and look up Count Out Wrestling, Count Out Wrestling Podcast Network, we have all of our merch over on Teespring now, not on our uh, store anymore. So go check out, go buy our T-shirts over on Teespring. Woo! Uh, other than that, that is about it, and that at least means one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast.